Welcome back to our podcast. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to season three of But Don't Quote Me. Y'all already know But Don't Quote Me is a podcast about life, love, and the culture. But don't quote us because okay. we're not professionals or anything. But <laughs> <laughs> yes. But today we have a special guest. Max is going to introduce her. Okay. And I'm Madison. That's Lindy. And our guest today is Allison from Align with Allison. She is a dating coach. She is an author, you know, books on books on books. And she's just, we're just very excited to have her here. Today is our Valentine's Day episode. So we're talking about love and just basically love in the pandemic, just because it's very different from what we're used to just going through all of this. So we decided to bring a lovely expert to you know help us out and help you guys out as well so would you like to introduce yourself a little more yes thank you madison and thank you lindy so it's already been said my name is allison i I am a dating and relationship coach i primarily work with women to help them find the love and commitment that they deserve our first step in that process is some self-reflection because we need to be honest about some of the poor decisions Mm -hmm. that we've made And then the second part is like the good stuff where we really dig in and talk about strategies of how to find the right mate, but more importantly, repel the wrong ones. Mm. Okay. Repel them because they got to (laughs) go. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Especially repel the wrong ones because I feel like a lot of times I, I'll be wondering like, what, what energy am I giving off? to make you feel like either you can not not you can approach me but like this is how you want to approach me like why is that what you're doing i literally me and madison have this conversation all the time i'm like i don't understand because i feel like that's not what i'm giving out to the to the world to the universe but that's what i'm getting so i don't know (laughs) exactly um i guess with that we're gonna get into our daily shenanigans and you know this is basically where we take a topic and we just give our ideas on it, our thoughts, really just deep dive into it. And for Valentine's Day, we're going to do online dating. We're going to, we're really going to get in because online dating is hard and it's okay. different, especially, you know, since people act a little, I feel like they can act a little different from online than in real life. So everyone feels like a little nervous. So that's what we're going to get into and I guess my first thought overall is just just starting with online dating apps and kind of figuring that out because it just feels like we have to do so much. You got to pick what pictures you want to have. You got to put like a little bio, but you you can't be too corny, but you got to be yourself. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Very scary. So how do you think someone should like approach like these dating apps, like the Bumbles and the Hinges. and Yes, absolutely. That's a wonderful question. That's something that I go and do a deep dive with my clients. Mm-hmm. And we talk about one, which apps are the right apps for you? So a lot of people ask me, Allison, which is the best app? Which app should I choose? I can't answer that question. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I can't answer it is because a good app for Lindy is not going to be a good app for Madison. It's not going to be a good app for your mother. It's not going to be a good app for a college kid. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on the age of the person, the race of the person, the location of the person, and kind of their personality as well. So what do I mean by that? A lot of people speak highly of Bumble. I speak highly of Bumble too, right? It's actually one of the few apps that the CEO is a woman. And if anybody's familiar with Bumble, 
they um it's a like a woman friendly app where women have to be the first person to make the connection with the gentleman before the gentleman can respond right yeah see so that sounds like oh that's really ideal because now it helps for you to filter out a lot of bs you're not getting dick pics you're not getting a whole lot of foolishness <laughs> because right. you're the one who's making the for you know you have to give permission in essence to, to in order for someone to contact you however if a woman is shy or if a woman is traditional and doesn't believe that a woman should make the first step, then that app is not an appropriate app for them. Right. I had a client who's 49 years old and she's on Coffee Meets Bagel. The average person on Coffee Meets Bagel is 33 years old. Is, is Coffee Meets Bagel an app that I like? Yes, because that's within my age range. Mm -hmm. Is that an appropriate app for someone who's 49 and can't find anybody in her age range? No, so she would say that app is trash. So mm -hmm. we have to be mindful about the words that we use to describe apps is it that the app is trash or is it that it's just not appropriate or not made for you, your demographic? So it's a, it just requires some research, but I wanna say that it's not as scary as people make it seem. I wanna say it's not as overwhelming, like you said, which pictures to choose and what do you put in your bio? But guess what? We're in lockdown in New York in COVID. And so I don't have to worry about which club I'm gonna go to and which dress am I gonna wear. So we replace one problem with the other, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. The effort and the energy that I would have put out in order to go to the, the club or go to the game night or wherever I meet people, I don't really have to do because it doesn't really exist, right? All that kind of social, in-person socialization yeah. is shut down. Now I have the same time to invest in my appearance, but now online, mm -hmm. yep. That, yeah. yeah, that actually is really true. I just recently, like maybe a couple weeks ago, decided to try a dating app again because my cousin actually, he found his girlfriend on this dating app called, I think it's called Black or Blacks or something like that. Mm -hmm. And me and my other cousin, she's a girl and she's like, a, I think she's like 30 or 31. She's single, I'm single. We was like, you know what? Why not try it out for a week? See what happens. The funny thing is, I definitely need to hear her back up and see what happens. I found someone. I'm talking to someone now, so that's cool. But um, I, I do understand the whole, like, not knowing what to say or what kind of pictures to post. I know some people think that, like, you have to be, like, put these, like, travel pictures or, like, I'm just so, right, like, I do all of these things. I don't know. I don't mm -hmm. know how I feel. I know when I do see some pictures, like, I don't like to see men post with, like, pictures with children, especially if it's not your child, because mm -hmm. I'm not, that, to me, that's, like, a turn off, because I'm 23. I'm not the age where I even want someone with a child or mm -hmm. Like, or whatever the case may be, or if they have a picture with, like, another woman in the picture, it's like, you have all these photos of yourself, why post pictures with other people? I don't know. Mm -hmm. but, but there is strategy to the photos that you choose, and I know, Madison, you just said, oh, my God, it's so overwhelming. But like I said, there's strategy to what you choose to wear to a particular event. You know that you have a big butt, small waist. You're going to wear the high-waisted jeans. You know that you have more boobs. You, like, there's strategy. You always are applying strategy. You're right. just applying strategy in a, in a different space. But there is strategy to the photos that you choose. So what I recommend to people is that you should have from two to six photos. I really want six, but I know some people don't like taking photos. So no less than two. Anything less than two, you're considered somebody who's playing games on these apps, right? Right. So if we go with the minimum, the two photos need to be a clear photo of your face. 
right? Full on, nice and bright, ring light, sun out, right? Not shades, mm -hmm. not a beach hat, your right. face. And then your second photo, which is the minimum, should be a full body picture. And the reason why that is important is because you want to make sure that whoever's matching with you knows what you look like. Mm -hmm. Now, you can try to finesse it later and then when you go on FaceTime or when you go on a physical date, but then the entire time in the back of your mind, you're now wondering, like, does he really know that I have this big stomach? Does he really know that I have, you know, uh, I don't know what else might, uh, love <laughs> handles? Like, sh show your physique, not, not naked, not right. in a bathing suit unless you're on the beach or in a pool, not, you know what I'm saying, not in lingerie, but show your physique because then you'll know that whoever matches with you knows what you look like. So there's no hesitations and no insecurities when you finally do meet each other. And I was like, wow, I, you only showed half your face. And I didn't realize that that was your physique. Yeah. And there are plenty of men who love voluptuous women, skinny women, little asses, big asses, big hips, no hips. So there's no reason to be afraid, but you need to be upfront. Right. Definitely. Yeah. I, mean, I think sometimes um, like guys, they'll post pictures at like certain angles. So they look either like taller than they actually are or like people just kind of, it's like the little, I don't know if it's a lie. It's just kind of like a- <laughs> Like a misrepresentation. Yes. yes. Or they'll go by like their, their middle name, like, oh, they call me this, but my real name is this. Like, it's just like little misrepresentation. Or they'll only wear hats. I, I, if I see a man that only wears like every picture, it could be a different hat, it could be the same hat. I don't care. I'm automatically like, something's wrong with your head because you're not showing me. Something's wrong with the hairline, but you know what? And this is something that's valuable with COVID. So what COVID has allowed folks to do is to easily stretch out the talking process. I don't know, usually talking is related to sex, so I shouldn't use the word talking. The, um, the getting to know each other process, you can stretch mm -hmm. it out for its full reason because I'm not going out if I don't feel safe. And everyone mm -hmm. understands that. Everyone appreciates that, right? Mm -hmm. So if you meet a gentleman or meet or come across a gentleman on an app and every photo he has a hat on, then there's nothing wrong with you connect with him on the app. Then you should be transitioning to text messages. From text messages, you should be transitioning to phone calls and FaceTimes. Mm -hmm. You got a hat on in the house. You got a hat on in the kitchen. <laughs> okay. Listen, Raise up off that hat. Up. <laughs> raise up off that hat. But let me tell you, though. Let me tell you this part. Mm -hmm. If you're going to ask the gentleman to raise up off his hat and you got a wig on, <laughs> be prepared to raise up that. off that wig. Yeah. Fair is fair. We're misrepresenting yeah. our hair, right? Mm -hmm. So fair is fair. And don't be offended. You can laugh it off. He can laugh it off. But... Let's just be honest about it. And then that yeah. way you don't have to be like, damn, I just met this guy two weeks ago. Before COVID, we would have went on a date by now. Right. And then now I'm finding out I already like him. Nah, send me other pics. Let me see your social media. Let me see you with your hat off. I want to see what you look like. Right. That's another question I had. Like, do you think it's a good idea to put your social media on the dating apps or no? Yes. Okay. I think it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea because, again... Oh, there's a couple of reasons. One, if you are looking for a real match, like not a hookup, right? Like if it's not a hookup, you're looking for a real partnership, then I think it's imperative, at least from the women's side, that I want to get a visual of what your life is like outside the app. Mm -hmm. And so because I want that advantage, it is only fair that I offer that same advantage to the men as well. It wouldn't be right if I say, 
men post your social media so that we can see what's going on in your life, but uh, 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 we're not doing it the other way. So right. because I want that advantage and I want that advantage for my clients, I want them to see more than just the app. I want to see your friends. I want to see what you do for fun. I want to see what you post on a daily because that's a better representation than a, a perfectly coiffed and organized profile, mm -hmm. which men's profiles are usually trash, but that's a different mm -hmm. story. I want to see more closer to reality. Uh, I would recommend putting the profile because I want to see it. So as a result, yeah. fair is fair. That means I'm, then I need to provide it as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, the beautiful thing is you can always block. So <laughs> if someone goes on your profile and they're doing in a, writing inappropriate things, DMing you too much, making you feel uncomfortable, block them. Oh, well. Mm -hmm. Right. They'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, they'll be all right. Okay. Um, just kind of going back to like the FaceTime and all that stuff. I just think like, what do y'all think about just giving your number or when you should give someone your, like your real number? Right. Then I feel like that's kind of like giving them a lot of access to you. Then it's like escalating. Now they want to meet you. It's blocked. Blocked. <laughs> blocked. Blocked. Black party. I but believe what? in black parties. <laughs> but let's talk about black parties though, right? Okay. For the block party, I, I am not a believer in blocking people because things get awkward. I'm mm. a believer in blocking people because things get inappropriate. Okay. So by, what I mean by awkward, you connect with this gentleman on the app, um, you eventually exchange numbers, maybe you do go out on one physical date, and it's just not working. Like, you just don't feel the connection, right? He didn't do anything wrong. And by the way, he probably didn't feel it either. A lot of that people think is one-sided. He probably mm -hmm. didn't feel it either. But you just didn't feel the connection, right? I don't think it's the right thing to do to ghost people and just block them because the date was a little awkward and you really feel it. You should kindly say, you know, I really enjoyed our time together, but I really didn't feel it. I'm sure you feel the same way. Give them an out, right? Yeah. I'm sure you felt it because then they're going to they're gonna be like, yeah, I felt it the same way, even if they didn't because it's saving face. Right. So I'm sure you felt it too. It really wasn't a connection, but I really do wish you all the best. That is the adult way to deal with it. When right. I'm talking about block party, I'm talking about on the second conversation, he's asking you about sex. That's inappropriate. He's asking you mm -hmm. for news. That's inappropriate. That's when we initiate the block party. Mm -hmm. Listen, I agree. Okay. I've had a couple of block parties myself. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Getting real aggressive, especially in COVID. I don't mm -hmm. know what's going on. Right. Because mm -hmm. I'm not coming up at my house. So I don't know why you would even be talking to me like this. Mm -hmm. But... Thinking about this, let's get back to the whole, you know, what are we putting out in the universe for these people to be coming to you? Now, how do you know what you're putting out? Like, how do you gauge that? Mm -hmm. It's a process. It's not easy. It's, a, it's an entire process of reflection. So the first step is you need to think about what mistakes you've made in the past that has caused your relationships to fail. What mistakes you have made in the past that caused your relationship to fail. There was a meme that was going around, um, not really a meme, I guess a post that was going around that I saw. Um, and the question was like, what did you do wrong? And every, every woman's answer was, I chose the wrong guy. That's not the only thing that you did wrong. Yes, right, initially, obviously you chose someone who wasn't an appropriate match for you, but we need to talk about 
why you chose that person. And we need to talk about why you stayed. If you stayed more than 24 hours, we need to have a conversation with why you chose to stay. Mm -hmm. What was lacking? Like, what are you missing? Were you desperate? Did you feel like you needed to compete because your friends are getting married? So now you need a boyfriend that's on your arm at the next wedding. Like, we need to have a conversation as to what you did wrong. How were you problematic? You were not an angel because no one is. Right. Were you argumentative? Were you um, un unreasonable? Were you insecure? Were you jealous? Like you had a part to play in this. And so until we reflect and are able to assess exactly what we did wrong in our former relationships, then we're going to continue that behavior. Right. And then that is going to be a part of the energy that we put out. So that's one thing that you can do, right? And then the next thing we need to do is we need to be clear on dating apps. So if you're talking about someone who's on a dating app and they keep getting messages from guys who are obviously not a good match, you're thinking like, what did he see on my profile that made him think <laughs> yeah. that this was a good idea? Exactly. Which picture a, a lot it? of it may have to do with the photos you're choosing. Mm -hmm. So if you're choosing a whole bunch of photos of you in lingerie laying in bed, and then you're mad that you're getting a whole bunch of dick pics. Well, what you put out is what you're going to get back. You put out sexuality, you're going to get sexuality back. Mm -hmm. If you're posting you in, um, and, and I'm 34, y'all. I know I'm significantly older than y'all. So maybe I'm being an old lady. You can tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> if you're posting the pictures of you in a bathing suit and you're not on the beach or at a pool, I, that includes you like at the hotel in the mirror. Like you're not on the beach. Mm -hmm. You're not at the pool. I don't know if you guys are Caribbean. I am. So we do a lot of carnival and mass. Okay. So yeah. if you're not playing mass, this is throwback Thursday of me wearing my costume in my bedroom. Right. You half naked in your bedroom. And then you're mad <laughs> about the energy that you're, that you're receiving. Right? I, mean, I wouldn't put any, like, like, you're not seeing this game. You're going to see my face, but you're not going to, like, especially on a dating profile, like, off rip. Me, personally, I don't put none of that. Like, you'll see, you know probably just pictures that are already on Instagram anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing too, so other than photos, which might be causing you to attract the wrong mates is the language that you're using in the profile. Mm -hmm. So we need to be careful to not use language that we don't actually believe. So if you are a woman who's looking for a committed relationship, do not say I'm looking for a friend. Do not say I'm looking for a friendship that may develop into, no, I am looking for a committed mate. Don't say I'm, I'll go with the flow. Any language that is similar to that yeah. or whatever, whatever the opposite of what you want. Even if you, let's say you do want to go with the flow. Y'all are young. You want to go with the flow. Don't say you want a commitment because then you're going to find a guy who wants a commitment and then it's going to be conflict. Mm -hmm. You need to make it abundantly clear exactly what you're looking for twice, twice at minimum. Where twice? The first time is when you answer those quick questions, right? Age, date, da, 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 da. What are you looking for? And then the second time needs to be like in the bio or in the cute little prompts that they give you five years from now, you see yourself dot, 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 like those little prompts, yeah. put it there again. If, if you're uh, someone like me, again, a little older than y'all in the thirties and you want children say that, like you need to make it abundantly clear what you want, because if you don't, you're going to get people who don't know. And so everybody's going to hit you up and then you're mad because you have to sift through hundred messages, but you didn't make your message clear in the first place. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. I need to be more clear in the bios. It do be low-key hard to talk about yourself because you're like, hmm, like, what are my hobbies? Like, where do I like to hang it out? really hard. Right. And then you're like, dang, so I don't like to do nothing. Like, I don't <laughs> my hobbies. Hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> I just 
well, even away. nothing is something. So nothing mm-hmm. might be you enjoy, you know, movies from the 80s. So nothing might be, you know, you love to, I don't know, organize your closet. Like even nothings <laughs> are some things. And you know what some people do is they have their friends create their profiles for them. They don't submit it but they have their friend create it and then they go in and then they make whatever edits they want thereafter. Because sometimes an outsider, like outside of you, cause they're your friend, they're an insider, but an outside mm-hmm. of you might have a better view of who you are and what you like and what you're looking for. So try that if it's ever difficult. Mm-hmm. All right, Maddie, I'm about to make you a dating profile. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> I do. I do have one. Um, when I used to live in New Jersey for the summer, I made one you know, and didn't really, I talked to people, didn't go outside with them because I have this whole, like, I don't know you. I watch a lot of movies. I'm real nervous about someone trying to do Oh, my and, goodness. Um, you go to, like, I, a public place. They can do, they can attack me in public. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so that's one thing. But my real question is about um, just dating on, like, Instagram and Twitter because, you know, people will, like, swipe up on your story and, you know, give you like a basic heart emoji type energy. And it's just, how do you like, is there stuff you can do to your Instagram outside of like pictures? Like, should I change up my bio? Do I make my little Abby picture better? Mm-hmm. Is it all kind of similar? Yes, it's very similar. And so I actually have um, a checklist that's on my Instagram page at Align with Allison that specifically talks about what to post on your, I think I have a video too, what to post on your social media for love, right? And so it is very similar. Now in your bio on your social media, not saying I'm looking for a long-term commitment, like like, (laughs) that's awkward on your social media. Your bio is your bio. Like your Mm -hmm. bio is however you choose to describe yourself, you know, Caribbean girl from Brooklyn, New York, whatever, right? Whatever you decide to use for your bio. But I do give three keys of things to do on your social media to optimize it for love is what I call it. So the first thing is no man hating or woman hating posts. Even the jokes, like even the, what is it? The Justin LaBoy, like respectfully. (laughs) And and he's hilarious. And this is no shade to him. He's a hilarious guy. And I'm sure he's making lots of money off of his social media. Mm -hmm. But when you post those things and you do it consistent enough, maybe like, once a month but when you do it then folks are going to be under the impression that you believe what you post that is the impression you believe what you post so if you're posting a whole bunch of negative man hating woman hating then that's again that kind of energy you put out is what you're going to get back so what are you going to attract you're going to attract niggas because that's what you that's what you don't like that's what the universe is going to bring you right yeah um so you're so you have to be careful to not post negative because when you put negative out negative is what you get back even if it's a joke like just keep the jokes to a minimum in that regard crack mm-hmm. jokes about other things don't crack jokes about many this or women ain't that right so that's number one number two something i already said in regards to your photos with the, the sexual innuendo so you are a beautiful person you're a sexual person we're all sexual beings however we're not posting pictures of lingerie in the bed bathing suits in the bed you have your bathing suit, you're on a beach, it's because that's what is appropriate for the location that you're in and you're on vacation and it's a nice bathing suit and you wanna show off your physique, that's okay. But mm-hmm. it needs to be in appropriate locations even on your social media. And there's a third one. Damn, I should have my iPad right here as a cheat sheet. But yeah. add a line with Allison, now you have a reason yeah. to go to my page. 
Okay. And there's a third, there's a third thing that I give as what you should do on your social media. Oh, ha, I remember. Um, the third thing that I recommend that people do is, is to post uh, the things that make them happy. So Lindy, you hinted at it a little bit when you said something about people think that they should post their travels and that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Post the things that show you having fun because folks want to be around positivity. They want to be around happy people. And if there's folks who don't want to be around happy people, then guess what? You don't want to be around them because they're negative Nancy's, they're <laughs> negative Nathan's, they're bringing down the vibes. So post the things that make you happy. So if I'm a little wary about children, like you, exactly what you said, um, <laughs> but if there is a niece and you say, my niece brings me so much joy, then okay. If there's a little baby yeah. in your family, you love your dog that you love, travel, if you're big into college football and you're at a college football game or whatever it is that brings you joy, you should post those things because a happy person is an attractive person. Mm-hmm. Okay. That reminds me, I saw this one dating app. I wish I remembered the name, but I think it's a New York based app and it was um, based on Zodiac sign and the just the Justin LeBoy comment reminded me of it. How do you feel about like, I don't know. I guess in essence, like that app itself, because it kind of, when I read about it, it kind of based it on, you know, your sun sign, zodiacs and stuff. I don't know how into that you are, but do you feel like people should be dating people online based on their zodiac sign or dive so deep into that? Well, I'm a Libra and a lot of the um, descriptions or characteristics that the books say that Libras are, I am. So I think there is validity to it in that regard but i would not say that i'm going to date someone because of their sign and i'm not going to say i'm not going to date someone because of their sign Mm -hmm. even if there is a sign that has some kind of amazing quality that i do like right i'm trying to think of um a sign that has like a really good i mean other than libra um all right i'm going with libra because i I know libras right so uh, libras are really big about balance we like to keep the peace right we don't like arguments and things like that so let's say someone read about Libra and they said, oh, that sounds like somebody I'd want to be with, like someone who can keep the peace and likes balance and likes things to be cordial. So that's someone I'm going to date moving forward. But that particular Libra that they found has grown up in a family of discourse. Um, they have no structures in their life. They like to argue because they believe, because that's what they've been taught, that arguing shows that you really love somebody being Uh, abusive shows that's how you really show love being jealous is how you really show love then their environment is going to outweigh any kind of possible celestial moon signs effects if if it even exists i don't even know if it i'm just saying right so to base a decision on someone's astrology i think is ridiculous to not date or date someone because of their sign now, I think it, it might be useful to read up on this and maybe you can get some insight on kind of how they function, relatively speaking. But there are so many environmental factors that impact how a person behaves that yeah. a sign is not going to override that. Yeah, that's I agree. Oh, well. That was lovely. That was great advice and information on online dating. So y'all should go look at her Instagram Okay. And align with Allison. Yes. Okay. Um, but we're gonna move on to our unpopular opinion. And today it's very Valentine's Day based. Um, so today our unpopular opinion is basically um that Valentine's Day is for everybody. And I know a lot of the times it's like seems very women-based. 
um, and all that kind of stuff and just, you know, only for women. But we think that y'all should go out if you're not a woman, if you're a single woman, if you're a single man, you should go out and you should enjoy Valentine's Day because that's, you know, that's true. True, because it kind of feels like Valentine's Day, like the weekend, the I guess even before the day happens, that it's only for people in relationships. And it just, I feel like it just puts a sad, depressing mood on single people. It's just like, dang, like, um, I don't have anybody. And then you feel like, man, maybe I should just talk to this man because it's coming up. Or like, I don't want to go outside. I don't want people to see me. You just feel like kind of weird or almost ashamed. It's like this holiday, it's real, but it's not really real. So like, it just, I don't know, Valentine's Day, I just feel like, I don't know, Valentine's Day is kind of for everyone. I feel like Mm -hmm. everybody should feel that way just because it'll make you feel better. You can do things with your friends. You can do things by yourself. You don't even have to go outside. Just the day in itself, all the candy, it just puts so much pressure on you. It just makes you, it just stresses you out. You're eating too much candy. Now I'm breaking out. It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm breaking. I, <laughs> I think that um, I think that holidays like Valentine's Day can be celebrated by the masses because Valentine's Day I think is a day about love and appreciation. And so, if you choose to highlight a person, whoever that may be, your friends, even if it's your mom, it's not even Mother's Day, but anyone that you love and appreciate, you can use Valentine's Day or you know purchase items or whatever it is and deliver it or gift it to someone on that day, right? Um, but I think it's easier said than done. I think it's easier, and I'm usually not that person. Usually I'm like, get, get it done or don't get it done. But it's easier said than done in this regard because you are bombarded with the images and the understanding, as you said, Lindy, in regards to it's a couple's day, right? That's like, that's the belief. So when you don't have a partner and you're seeing, and we're going to be seeing it so much this weekend, starting from tonight. Mm-hmm. You're going to see all of the, the engagements and the pink and red balloons and the flowers and people on their date night for outdoor dining or maybe 25% in New York um, indoor dining. And you're going to see the couples who are matching and they're going to be looking so beautiful. And it's going to, if you care about being single and if it bothers you, it's going to hurt you. You're not going to want to see these images consistently. It's annoying just walking through the supermarket and the entire aisle with the cards are have now switched up to red and, and they've had that up since the day after it was literally the day after new year's it's like valentine's day i was like what am i like where am i at right now yeah they have like they have like the big bears and stuff and you're just looking at the bear like i've never got one of those from anybody <laughs> so just it's just so much to look at and red is such a strong color anyway so it's like this is really in my face but it's in your face so what I suggest if you are not emotionally in a position to embrace it like you guys are talking about and make it a day with girlfriends a day with this a day with that if you're not emotionally in a place to do that I wrote an ebook that outlines other things that you can do to cope during Valentine's Day or on Valentine's Day during Valentine's Day weekend because we're going to see activities from tonight on well, I don't know when this airs, but <laughs> from the from the 12th, you know, through the 14th is when you're going to see it. Mm-hmm. And so what I recommend are a couple of things. One, have a gathering of your friends, like you said, right? So any friends who are single or their partner is not here, maybe their partner is overseas or whatever, have them come over COVID safe and have a little event just, that's just y'all, right? That's one way. Another way to deal 
and I don't know how practical it is, especially for y'all generation is maybe you need to get off of social media for 48 hours. Maybe you need to not allow yourself, and this is where the accountability comes in, to be bombarded. You can eliminate a lot of those images by simply not engaging on social media for 48 hours, and it will save you a lot of heartache. Right. Something else I recommend, which I don't know if it's practical at this point because we're so close to the date, but um, something I would recommend is that if you can get away. So if you can hop in the car and drive up to the Poconos with a friend or a sister or whoever, mm. depending on where you live, you know, drive to Miami, drive to LA, drive to wherever and kind of have a getaway where the focus is the activities you'll be having this weekend with that friend versus the, um, the focus being on why don't I have a man and why everybody else seems so happy and when am I going to have a baby and when am I going to be married and boo-hoo-hoo me. So that's some of the recommendations I offer. Yeah, I think that really helps because, you know, just the comparison, it's just like, I got to look at these pictures and why am I not doing this? We're like the same age. We went to the same school. She got all this. She got a man. She got kids. She got a dog. <laughs> and, you know, now you just feel some type of way. But I think that's really real great advice because that yes, was kind of Definitely a break. I feel like people need social media breaks anyway. So I feel like, you know, this would be a good time. Even if you don't feel, because I, I said all the time, I'm the type of person where I don't feel the, like, the impact of social media until it's already, like, hit me. Like, I don't think that, like, what other people are doing and how they're living their life matters to me until I'm, like, one day I'm like, hey, I'm not doing that. Like, or, like, and then you're, like, where is this self-reflection feeling of, like, not doing something else coming from? And it'd be social media. Like, you don't be knowing it and it be having it. So definitely a break is necessary. And I would say, yeah, especially if you feel like Valentine's Day is a thing. I, that's a good idea. Definitely, definitely. So I guess like overall, the, the opinion is just like, you know, Valentine's Day is for love. It's for couples, but it doesn't have to be strictly for couples, you know. It can be a time for you to just work on your inner self or just really do something that you enjoy, you know, just take the pressure off of yourself or at least try to, because, you know, the next day is a new day. Right. <laughs> It'll be the 15th. Literally. It That's will. A regular day. I don't know whether we on St. Patrick's Day after that. It's just a lot. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So that is our unpopular opinion mm-hmm. for the lovers. And now I guess we're going to move on to our You Wrong for That, which is, you know, my favorite segment because you just have um, something that either someone sends to us or something that we have to like think about or something that's happening in our lives. And we decide like who's wrong for that. Mm-hmm. And this week we're just, you know, staying with the theme and we're just with love. So Lindy, what's our You Wrong for That for today? okay so i saw this tweet um it was from it was cardi b i don't remember what the whole tweet was but she was like um if your man buys you flowers you gotta get him grass <laughs> like like that like i guess you're supposed to get him a lesser gift or something so i want to talk about like in a scenario um like relationship valentine's day is coming up and you kind of know what your significant other is doing for you, but you, I guess, like, you don't reciprocate the energy or, like, vice versa. They don't reciprocate your energy. Like, is that okay? I know nine times out of ten is usually, um, 
the boy or the man is doing the most extravagant part and then like the girl's not doing it enough so like societally societally <laughs> i guess <laughs> if that's the word um is that okay that women do like less on valentine's day or like in general they do less or should we be trying to be better women and like you know meet meet the energy or do better or something like that but that's mm-hmm. basically a scenario so i think that um based on the the history and this is not and like you said right the name of the podcast right like don't quote me like i i don't know this more exactly (laughs) but my my understanding of valentine's day especially becoming like a more like a capitalistic opportunity for people to spend money right it's after christmas and now we need a reason to spend money again Mm -hmm. and it was targeted towards men because at the time men were the ones who were working and so if you are bringing home the bacon and you have a stay-at-home wife in the 40s and the 50s, right, when the holiday became popularized, then women weren't in a position to buy their husband anything because they could not work. You couldn't own land. You couldn't buy a house. You couldn't do shit, right? You didn't have any rights. So I think that's where the root of it comes from when there's an expectation that men deliver on that day because historically women could not bring a gift. And all the only gift that she had was her body, right? So right. when men com- complain nowadays about, oh, you're going to give me that same blah, blah, blah that you give me every other day. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all that they had to offer on that day because they didn't have the funds to purchase something. Obviously, times have changed, uh, especially even in the Black community where women tend to out-earn men. Right. And so I think that if a woman wants to purchase a gift for her partner, then she can and there's no judgment on that. However, another element is that many times women tend to be the more romantic one out of the two throughout the year. So again, the expectation now, even in modern times, is that, well, guy, your wife, your girlfriend is the one who usually will say, hey, babe, let's go to a, a, let's have a date. I'm going to cook you dinner. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. So this is one time of the year where it's not too much to ask that you are the person who leads in regards to romance. Mm -hmm. So there's that part too. I think it really just depends on the couple. I don't think there's any hard and fast rules. I know like for for me and my husband, like we're not buying each other gifts this year, period. And I really hope he sticks to it because I really did not get him one. (laughs) But that's, we we bought a house. So it's like, we got to pay for everything. So we ain't got no money. I know we need to (laughs) invest in all those nice mirrors and candles and plants (laughs) and all that other kind of stuff. So it was just a decision that we made. So I really think it's just a personal decision, but I understand why men are the ones who are expected to take the lead on one day out the year. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's like that, like, I would definitely say in this situation, it's very much like what your relationship dynamic is. Like, if I'm the person who's mainly always the romantic one, then, like, it would be nice. Like, on one day, you do something nice or something extravagant, and maybe I'll match your energy. Maybe I'll just let you take the role, the lead for today, and then, you know, the rest of the year, (laughs) I'm doing it. But, yeah. Oh, that just reminded me, um, my neighbor, he just bought his wife, this like big white truck is very nice, fresh off the lot. And we were talking to him like, well, you just bought her this nice car. You know, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? And he said he wasn't doing anything. He said, you see the car. (laughs) And I I really get that. I mean, I would have pushed the car back to give it on Valentine's Day. I told him that's a smarter idea. But I think it it really just depends on 
you're dynamic and what that person likes. You know, they might like a lesser gift. They might not want to do too much, you know, not as flashy. It's all like what your person likes. But I don't think, you know, if people don't have the money for it or they have something going on, like, you know, people are trying their best with these gifts. Okay. Valentine's Day is hard. So, or it can be hard. So I don't think, I think it's wrong for someone just to be like, well, you should have got them this, this, and this, this, and this, this, this. I'm like, it's not your relationship. You know, (laughs) the person in it is dealing with it the way they want to deal with it. And, you know, if it works for them, it works for them. If it doesn't work, you know, they got to figure out how to get out. (laughs) Right. They want to leave, I guess. Yeah. So I agree. I think what I think about that. I think and also Valentine's Day ain't for everybody. Some people just don't even like to celebrate it. So no, that's true. Which I wonder. I mean, I get why it's a lot on that day. So I see why some people don't. No, I, I we're not just gonna see why. I want to know why. Why do you choose not to? I, I, they're gonna say, oh, it's because of capitalism. Oh, because yeah. it's really uh, I don't know, yeah. a pagan holiday. You know, it's or is it that your ass is broke or you're cheap? <laughs> or you don't want to be held accountable to show your woman some love and affection. I did, I want to know. Like, I'm going to ask. I need to dig. I'm not going to just presume, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't deal with people who don't celebrate Valentine's Day, but <laughs> I can see why somebody else would say that, you know? We would still be just friends, you know, <laughs> just acquaintances. But I can see why <laughs> they thought that what they think. Because I think it kind of reminds me of, like, why people don't, like, getting married you know they're just like it's a legal paper and i don't want the government i have a lot of thoughts about the you know what else is legal a legally binding piece of paper money but i don't see them ripping it up and saying they don't want it a lotto ticket okay that Mm -hmm. hits is also a piece of paper but it has value that's a foolish foolish thing to say a life insurance policy that's worth a million dollars guess what that's on a piece of paper Right. So I, we're not falling for this, oh, it's just a piece of paper thing. And whoever says that is a damn fool. <laughs> because they don't, they don't have a level of understanding that one thing can represent something more than what it's printed on. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's definitely way Valentine's Day. Like, it's more about the representation of today we're going to stop what our day-to-day lives are and we're actually going to choose to show love to each other like it's not Mm -hmm. just about you buying me stuff or like we gotta go or i'm expecting this like no this is just our one day because like like you said days be going fast years be going by it's supposed to be like the one day where you sit down i know it's like you know capitalist money but it's all capitalist and money like yes so it's like you just kind of have to (laughs) go at this point yep yeah but that was a great episode this is the end of our oh i just got this is the end of our episode thank you so much for coming and talking to us you know you're welcome you're welcome anytime oh tell them where they can where they can find you on instagram and all that yes so i am allison from align with allison you can find me at align a-l-i-g-n with allison a-l-i-s-o-n on Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, Twitter. I'm even on Pinterest. I don't, I don't know what I do on Pinterest, but I'm on Pinterest. I love Pinterest. Um, <laughs> and my website is alignwithallison.com, but I'm most active on Instagram and on Clubhouse. So find me on Instagram 
all the links for all the freebies we talked about, like the checklist for social media, the free ebook for Valentine's Day. I have another free ebook, which is called Move On Sis, where it gives you tips and tricks on how to move on from a relationship that is dead, amongst other things, free training, so on and so forth. So check me out at Align with Allison. Okay, yes, y'all go check her out. Um, obviously, y'all know where to catch us podcasting um on instagram at but don't quote me on youtube at but don't quote me and all your podcast streaming platforms you can hear us see us all that jazz okay oh um oh yeah Madison, your personal instagram information oh okay so on everything i am at the underscore Lightbright, and that is on social like that's on instagram twitter snapchat anything you want to see me and also i have a youtube madison ophelia so check me out there yes and then you can catch me basically everywhere like all social media platforms at underscore lindy or and then um also have youtube uh that's lindy or's life and yes so thank you so much for listening watching all that jazz okay and i guess we will see y'all see y'all next week yes